there is life after infidelity. Statistics say that there is equality in marital infidelity, that really one-third of married men and women had at least one extramarital affair. Those in their 40s, half of the husbands and wives said they'd had at least one extramarital affair. These are statistics from right here in good old America. No one sets out to be a failure. That is why we must offer help to those who've been caught in the trap of infidelity. If half, and that's a conservative figure, if half of the people that we associate with have been unfaithful, What's that tell you about the people that we need to be ministering to? Now, here's the, here's the kicker. It took a pretty strong person to stand up and say, I've been unfaithful. How many didn't stand up and say that but have been? Ouch. So statistics are a little bit misleading. What is an affair? It's an attempt to find a little bit of paradise on the side, pursuing the belief that if one just finds the right sexual partner, that there will be instant happiness and everything will fall into place. Sounds like a romance of a young man. If I can just find the right woman that will have sex with me 24 times a day, I'll be satisfied. An attempt... I, there's no children in here, is there? Okay. Everybody's above the age of 15. If you're not, please leave the sanctuary. I'm going to talk where you live. Amen. All right. I'm going to do it with compassion, but I'm going to talk where you live. Okay? An attempt to find a little bit of paradise on the side. An affair is often able to fulfill this myth until, <laughs> until it becomes relationship. That relationship has to be maintained. And all too often, that relationship has to become secret. And so seen in that way, paradise soon becomes a prison. Let me move right through these real quick for you. Forgiveness, finding and giving forgiveness. Finding forgiveness can be a long journey for the person who has been the offender. And I have to minister to that this morning. I'm going to go by the word. The feelings and emotions that are stirred in this area are so strong and so overwhelming and so overpowering that people who are trapped in it or who have been caught in it cannot find they, they can take the Bible and read it, and people can quote it to them, but it just don't get down there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to deal with that this morning. It is not God's will for anyone to live in a state of unforgiveness. Somebody say amen. amen. God has made a way for us to forgive ourselves. The hardest person to forgive is yourself. The sin of infidelity destroys the very foundation of trust and leaves its victims devastated, not knowing who to trust. We must not only forgive ourselves, but those who have sinned against us. Let me stop right here for a minute with that word. The Bible says, if you go to worship and your brother have ought against you, what are you supposed to do? Before you offer your offering, before you offer your worship, you're to go to that brother or sister and ask them to forgive you. If they have ought against you, the onus is on you to go to them and ask them to forgive you, okay? If you are a person who has offended in this area of infidelity, the onus is on you to go to them. They have ought against you, right? They feel you've hurt them. You go to them and ask them to forgive you. Now, what if they won't forgive you? If they won't forgive you, you are released. You have done what you were supposed to do. You have asked them to forgive you. That's the end of it. You don't have to pursue it any further. If they won't forgive you, they have the ought against you. Now, okay? It's not a brother that has sinned and you're calling him to, into accountability. This is someone that has ought against you. They have been hurt. 
by you. If you go to them and you ask them to forgive you and they refuse to forgive you, don't you walk away from there feeling guilty. This is the thing that I want to get through to anyone here this morning that you have done things in the past that you are sorry for, you've repented of, you've asked God to forgive you for, and the person maybe that, that was involved is hurt and unforgiving. Walk away from that without feeling one bit guilty. You're no longer guilty. Your sin has been dealt with according to the Word of God. You are free. It's now their problem. It's their problem. Don't you try to take their problem and carry it. They are going to have to find forgiveness now, okay? That's important that we remember that because many people continue to beat themselves up because the other partner won't forgive.